This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chet. All right, so a weather delay in Ottawa, just pouring rain there. Uh, oh, sorry, have they, they've, they've resumed the game. Why is it not on TV? Can they not show the game? The time remaining changed on the website, which had me curious. Anyway, there's no score, Hamilton and Ottawa. Uh, tomorrow, Elks and Lions, 3.30 for the countdown to kickoff game at 5 here. No, they have not resumed the game. Uh, they think they messed up the time remaining on the CFL website. Imagine that, a mistake with stats and numbers on the CFL website. Uh, 3.30 for the countdown to kickoff game at 5 here on 6.30. Ched, Elks and Lions. Baseball tonight, Blue Jays leading the Angels 2-1. They're in the top of the sixth in Toronto. We got a fun off-topic topic tonight. Most famous person from your hometown, or if you're from a big city, mm-hmm. uh, whoever went to your high school. Get Kellen, give me a couple texts before we bring Dave in. For sure. Uh, Adam texts in tonight and says that he grew up with Michael Layton in Sarnia, Ontario. Oh, the goalie? The goalie, yes. Michael right, Layton. I had, yep. I had to think for a little bit. He's not as famous mm-hmm. as other goalies. Okay, no, that's there cool. There we go. So we got that one. Uh, and we have Wayne texting in and said Ed Stalmack down in Andrew. Former oh, premier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, the most famous person I know from Sarnia. My dad grew up at Sarnia. Ah, there we go. Yes. I thought you were going to drop somebody else's name in there, and I was like, oh, cool. But anyway. All right, we'll get to more of those as we move along. Dave Campbell is uh, standing by. He's the producer of this show. He's on air tomorrow for the Elks game. Him and Morley will be describing the action. Hey, Dave. <laughs> Whether the stats work or not tomorrow. Okay. And I will be there. Let's let's start there, and then I know you want to contribute to our off-topic topic. You and you know I love the CFL, and you know I hate when people go out of their way to make fun of it. Yeah. But this the stat situation this year is deplorable and should be mocked. What do you know? What is going? Well, we know what's going on. It's terrible. Why is it so terrible? What's what's happened? Well, well you know they have this partnership with Genius Sports. And, like, Genius Sports is in every major league in North America and beyond, you know, providing stats. And I, I remember two weeks before the, the preseason started, or training camp started, the league announced that, oh, we have this partnership with Genius Sports with, for this new, uh, you know, amazing stats. Uh, because this is not the time to be doing stuff like this two weeks before the season. I would have been more comforted if it was, you know, back in February. Um, so, you know, Genius has been, you know, doing a lot of the, the lion's share of the, you know, changeover and, and working with the league. And uh, they keep uh, pushing back the, 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 the end date of this, of when everything should be back up. And, you know, I, heard, you know, I mean, we had Randy Ambrosi on, um, you know, some pregame shows, and he said, oh, end of June. And then we heard, oh, early July. And then it's mid-July. Well, we're almost into August, and it's still not working properly. You go to the website, and at least players exist now. They don't exist via 
when you have stat kisses during the game, I mean, it happened during the, the game at home against Hamilton two weeks ago. It didn't work at all. It was it was ridiculous. You had to go to the actual uh, CFL website because we we have one for media that's more more uh, you know more condensed, I guess, or not condensed, but more uh, you know it's just it's just a deeper stats dive than what you get on the actual website. It didn't work, but the one on the, the league site worked. Um, it just turns people off, and you know I know Randy Ambrose, you know I like Randy a lot, but you know the messaging drives me crazy. And well, we're going to have tips in the footballs and tips in the helmets. Well, that's great. We'll get your damn stats working first, okay? Like let's just make sure that fans have something to go to, media have something to go to that uh, that is operable and workable and functional. Uh, Kellen, can we just check Dave's connection because he's coming through a little bit muddy there. Uh, Dave Campbell joining us tonight. It, it is frustrating getting CFL stats. As he mentioned, and I, it, of course other people have brought this up, the in-game stats have not been functioning properly, uh, which is a pretty big no-no in the uh, in the CFL these days. If you click on If you click on league leaders on the stats website, it opens up a PDF document that only has the top three or four players in each category. Uh, you can get individual player stats, as, as Dave was saying, that wasn't the easiest thing to do recently. Okay, Dave, before we tee up this game, uh, most famous person, now you grew up in Edmonton, so we'll have to stick yeah. to, your, to your high school. Uh, most famous person you either went to high school with or who, who ever went to your high school? Well, this is an easy one. It's almost not fair. Wayne Gretzky went to Ross Shepherd High School. Well, let's just say, in quotations, he went to Ross Shepherd High School. It was his uh, first year as a Edmonton Oiler, their final year in the WHA. And, you know, he lived with Kevin Little and River Bend, and he went to Ross Shepherd, never graduated, and hardly hardly attended. So that's <laughs> that. Um, then Anime Pierce, uh, the swimmer. Uh, Olympian in 20, uh, 2008, also uh, Jessica Gregg, the daughter of Dr. Randy Gregg, who we've had on the show many times, and a 2010 silver medalist in Vancouver in uh, short track speed skating. When I went to Shep, um, spent a short time with someone named Susan Humphreys, who was a 94 Olympian in figure skating and a national champion in, uh, I believe, 94 and 95 or 95 or 96. Uh, so that was pretty cool. And then the, the Probably the most notable non-sports person for me, anyway, was Paul Simons, who uh, used to write for the Edmonton oh. Journal and, of course, the Canadian Senator. So uh, that, that was... Uh Right. That's I, I I think I'd heard that in the past that yeah he uh, he was technically a student there though you're right we don't think he attended a lot a lot of classes. No, he was going to practices and traveling with the order. Yeah, and pretty, he, he had a full time job. He wasn't too worried about grade twelve. Uh, Susan Humphreys, the yes, competed in the '94 Winter Olympics and the 1997. Canadian champion in figure skating. There you go. So there you go. And uh, from Ross Shep. All right. So uh, we, we're getting a lot of messages for that. So we'll have fun with that. Mooner's going to weigh in with his later on as well. So we, we got the Elks and the Lions tomorrow. Um, l- let me put it this way. The quarterback change significant for the Lions. I, I think, and I've had a couple listeners comment th- this week as well. Uh, I think Dane Evans is dangerous, but I don't think he's consistent. Uh, what's your report on Dane Evans, who's going to play quarterback for the Lions? Yeah, I'd probably say that's that's a pretty accurate uh, description of Dane Evans. Is he's you know someone that has had some good moments in this league, and 
You know, I think back to 2019, helped Hamilton to the to the Great Cup and had to take over for. Uh, well, actually, no, it was uh, he got hurt early in the 21 Great Cup, and then Jeremiah Masoli took over. Last year was just I don't know what was going on with Dave Evans, but it was a horrific start for him. And we all remember uh, he got stripped. And we got uh, Scott Hunter punched the ball out, and then at the time Jalen Collins, who was here as a defensive back, picked up the ball and scored in the fourth quarter. The Elks won their first game of the season. And uh, at one point, the Ticats were 2-6. and six. They ended up finishing 8-10 and 10 and lost in the East semifinal. Uh, you know, I think, I think for Dane Ogden, this was a good move for him to be traded. Uh, to BC, Beaver and Adams back up. And really, for, for me, when I look at Dane Evans, I, I see a player that all the pressure is not on him anymore, right? He's just got to come out there. He's just got to be efficient. Move the ball around. Hopefully, they get the run game going from their perspective. Um, of course, I hope that doesn't happen tomorrow. But uh, you know, I, I think there's a shot of being at Dane Evans because Vernon Adams is very dynamic, and Vernon Adams can use his feet. And uh, Dane Evans is not as mobile, and he is prone to the big mistake. So I think there's an opportunity here for the Elks to uh, take advantage of a Dane Evans. But you, you know, you've got to be careful of him too because he's capable of slinging the ball down the field as well. All right, Dave Campbell, producer of Inside Sports and uh, color analyst for our uh, Elks broadcast here on 6:30. Chet joining us tonight on Inside Sports. Uh, you know, for for the Elks, um, again, a, a lot of it is about the offense. Are like, are you from the school of thought that they need to start trying different things, or are you from the school of thought that that what they're doing is the right philosophy, but they're just not executing? I'm kind of a two minds in that read. You know, I, I think they need to do some different things. One thing I like to see incorporated more is the big play, those 15 to 20 yard plays or those 20 plus plays or 30 plus plays, like we saw on the 80 yard touchdown last week to uh, Dylan Mitchell. The problem is you need time to do that, and the offensive line is one of the worst in the league, and it's hard to execute an offense that way. You know, the way Stephen McAdoo runs this offense, it's based on ball control and time of possession. And I know Blake has talked about this on the show. Um, and you have to be so efficient, and you can't afford to make mistakes. Like Taylor Cornelius beating after it with a throw. Taylor Cornelius hanging on to the football too long. Um, obviously, the offensive line has struggled. You know, Mookie Mitchell brought up receiver drops. Um and, and, you know, when you have those things happen and when you can't run the football effectively, now they've been able to do that more in the last three games, but, you know, there's so many things that have to go right in this type of offense. And let's face it, most of the, the teams in the CFL run a variation of this offense. But what's missing for me is the, is the lack of a big play. And you can really change field position on a drive, you know, because you can't go eight to ten drives on every single drive. That's just too much to ask for, especially when you got two downs. You know, you gotta find the, those five or six play drives. And you may look at Winnipeg, I mean they had one play drive to Nick Dembski for what that sixty yard touchdown. That really changed the complexion of the game, even though the the Elks did respond with a touchdown on their own with Dylan Mitchell. But you know, uh, you know, you have an offensive coordinator that, you know, he's gonna stick to his keys and he's gonna believe in what he runs and he's been running this offense for a long time. So I don't expect to see him you know, to change that much. Now, there is there is room for big plays in that offense, and I think they got to try and find it. But, 
with an offensive line that struggles to protect, um, you know, that, that's going to be a hard order or a tall task and, and, and a tall order for them. So they've got to find a way to get it done, though. I mean, I, I just think this, you know, this, this, you know, pick up five to seven yards of play is going to be very difficult to sustain overall, even though they have moved the football better in the last three games. All right. Okay, Dave, thanks for checking in. Uh, I, I think this is going to be an interesting one tomorrow just with the way these two defenses uh, play. I think we might be in for a, a low scoring and, and close game. Thanks for checking in tonight, buddy. Uh, what is it, T-Birds at Ross Shep? Go T-Birds. Go T-Birds. Okay. All right, that is uh, Dave Campbell on uh, Inside Sports. He's the producer of the show. Quick tee up there for the Elks and the Lions and some uh, – comments on the CFL website and the uh, the poor job they do with stats and also a bit on uh, the most famous people ever to go to his high. So Wayne Gretzky, uh, I guess, was technically a student at Ross Shep, though I, I don't think he was actually there that often. But Susan Humphreys, that's a pretty good one that Dave brought up, went to Ross Shep. So that's our off-topic topic tonight. Most famous person from your hometown or if you're from a big city from your high school, 780-496-0063. Does not have to be a sports person. Does not have to be a sports person, though it's probably the first thing that's going to come to mind for a lot of you. They have resumed the game in Ottawa. It's no longer raining. It is 3-0 for the Red Blacks. Leading Hamilton, nine and a half minutes left in the first quarter. We'll keep you updated on that one. Okay, we got a lot of your messages coming in. We'll. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Catch up on those when we get back. You're listening to 630 Ched Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Appreciate you tuning in tonight. It is indeed Friday night. 780-496-0063. So uh, for the off-topic topic, most famous person from your hometown, if you're from a uh, larger community or a city than whoever went to your high school or who you knew in high school. It, it would be cooler if this is someone you actually knew or was in your class or a grade or two away, but mm-hmm. it, it can be anybody. Uh, I think Kellen's got a few texts. What do we have, Kellen? Yeah, absolutely flooded with these here, Reed, so let's get after it. Uh, I got an unknown text coming in. says, growing up in Leduc, I would say the most famous person would be Bob McGill, or as we called him, Boo Boo. <laughs> we also had Zarley Zalapsky and Dixon Ward. Oh, neat. Okay, yeah, I'm sure we'll get a few uh, NHLers on this list. So that was LaDuke, and we had uh, someone else from LaDuke text in Caitlin Bristow earlier, mm-hmm. who was on... Now, did I say... Was she on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? You said The Bachelor, but it's both the same show concept. Okay, Bachelor, I'm just checking. She was a contestant on The Bachelor, mm-hmm. and then she was the lead on a season of The Bachelorette. So she was on A Bachelor as one of the women that the guy was... Uh, courting, and then she was the bachelorette, and then mm-hmm. she was choosing from amongst the men. Is that how those work? You know, when you explain them that way, they sound really seedy, don't they? <laughs> like, those, don't, those don't sound like wholesome television shows. 
So we'll have like this group of women, and then one guy gets to pick from amongst them. And then we'll, oh, then let's reverse it. Anyway, that's part of the reason I don't watch those shows. Mm. Yes. I know uh, they're popular, though. I'm just different. Hmm. Uh, we got another unknown text coming in saying, Hey, Reed grew up in rural county of Strathcona. Famous person from school back in grade six at Fultonvale School would be, well, Bob Stoffer. Remember him calling the game when playing flag football. Oh, oh wow. I'm, I'm not surprised to hear that. Okay, well, that's cool. We got to vote for Stoff. Fultonvale. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, we got somebody texting in from Rimby who mentions the name Mackenzie Skeels, who was Miss Rodeo Canada in 2023. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mackenzie Skeels. I'm Googling a lot of these on the fly. Uh, I believe, yes, Mackenzie S K E E L S. That's uh, correct. Yep. She just Rodeo Canada in November. In November mm-hmm. 22. Okay, let's write that name down. We'll try to get Mackenzie Skeels on the show. Ah, all right. There we go. Uh, we got Mackenzie, num- if you're listening, call in. <laughs> if yeah. somebody knows Mackenzie Skeels, get her to call the show. Yeah, that'd be great for sure. Uh, we've got also another unknown text saying that they were born in Ottawa, so it would have to be Dan Aykroyd is their choice for. Did you go to the same high school as Dan Aykroyd? Ah, I'm not That's sure. That's what I would like to yes, Those are the rules go. for larger cities, of which Ottawa is one. Yes, but Dan Aykroyd, obviously, very. Uh, he was in. Uh, Do you know he was in Ghostbusters? Uh, among other things, yes. <laughs> I think he was in Trading Places. Wasn't he in Trading Places? Mm. He was also in that uh, remake of Dragnet back in the late 80s as well. With Tom Hanks. With Tom Hanks, yes. Great movie. Great underrated comedy, I find. It was really good. Uh, Ryan texts in and says, home from Lacombe, we have Gord Bamford, and I can't remember her name, which is embarrassing, but she was a star of Phantom of the Opera in the 1980, or 1990s, I should say, on Broadway. Oh, somebody from Lacombe was in Phantom of the Opera on Broadway. Okay, let's Google this. Lacombe, Phantom of the Opera. Actually, that's not going to work. <laughs> that's not a very good... <laughs> You're going to get a lot of community theater we're gonna here, get, Yeah, we're going to get a lot of community theater. Or maybe there's a, maybe there's a phantom in the opera house in uh, in Lacombe. Uh, Lacombe is known for its opera house. Ah, yes, world-renowned. All right, we'll have to try to get that name. I can't... Uh, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. That is pretty cool, though. Mm-hmm. We got another unknown text coming in. Uh, it says, I went to school with the hammer Dave Schultz in Rosetown, Saskatchewan. Oh, that's sweet. That's a good one. Yeah. That's really good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Texigan says uh, he's from Prince George, so John Cooper uh, from Prince George is his uh, choice for uh, for being famous. But uh, he says he went to school with Darcy Rhoda. Darcy Rhoda. Okay. Uh, no, that's uh, sorry. I'm still looking up this fan of the opera stuff. Mm. Um, no, that's not it. Now I'm, now I'm going to be obsessed about this all weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, we g- <laughs> Kellen's just like, please stop talking. I am compiling texts as we, okay, <laughs> as we continue here, good. so they are rolling in uh, fast and furious. I've got Euler Girl in Boyle saying Renee Bork. Uh, that's a good one. Boyle, is, is Brian Mudrick not from Boyle? Oh, maybe. On TSN, I think, uh, I think he is. Pretty sure he's from Boyle. Mm-hmm. Bryson Calgary says Tom Lysak. He was from High Prairie, and he was a couple of years younger than me. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Tom Lysiak, who Lysiak, got a 20-game suspension for tripping a linesman. That's the first thing that comes to mind for him. Mm-hmm. And, 
And Ron says that he went to uh, Glengarry and Killarney, which are both uh, neighborhoods here on the north side of Edmonton, with Scotty the Bulldog Olson. Oh, that's a really good one. Actually, yeah. those are schools, I that's, should say. That's, that's a good one for sure. Yeah, that's nice. Okay. Uh, what about yours, Kellen? You said you had a couple come to mind. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm a lifelong Edmontonian, so I would qualify under the high school rule for tonight's purposes. Uh, I am from Emmy Lazert High School, and so a couple of real notable uh, alumni of uh, Emmy Lazert High School would be way back in the 80s. That was the high school that Kurt Browning went to, to or went to, I should say. Oh, really? Okay. While he was doing his uh, training for the Olympics. Right, because he was from Caroline. Mm-hmm. Yes, Caroline. Yeah. So, but then he was living in Edmonton to train. Okay, yeah. good stuff. Yep. And uh, more recently, and she was a, I think like a grade or two down from me uh, when I went to this high school there, was a uh, uh, Canadian gold medalist uh, goaltender, uh, Shannon Zabados. Shannon, who has been on this show several times and who I covered in the uh, Alberta Junior Hockey League. She played for uh, Bonneville and Fort Sask. I uh, might have played for another team as well. Okay, that's a pretty good list. Mm-hmm. That's fun. We'll get to some more later. Uh, if you went to Queenie here in Edmonton, then Cam Moon should have been your answer as the most famous person from your high school. He's coming up next. It's Inside Sports on 630 Jet. 